Welcome to the What Comes Next podcast, where we speak with former college and pro athletes that have walked away from organized sports, discussing the ups and the downs of transitioning to a more normal life. If you know anyone that would be interested in sharing their story, contact me at crbsandboylu at bluescreativelab.com or head over to at Cortland Blueford on Instagram. Now that the warm-up is done, let's get into the workout. Today we are with Dominique Price, a good friend of mine from college. Uh, he currently lives in Los Angeles, but uh, I wanted to let you all know that I apologize for the audio quality. I've decided to paraphrase some of the information he's given me just because I, I recorded them over the cell phone and it didn't come out so clearly. So Dominique Price, he's from Worcester, Mass. He's an All-American from his high school, Holy Name. Uh, which is also in Worcester. He played football and basketball there and at Assumption. I met Dominique at Assumption College. Uh, He was only there for two years from 2007 to 2009, and he was the first athlete uh, to play football and basketball at Assumption. He then transferred after those two years to to UMass Amherst, and he finished out his college career there. I'm going to let you hear some of the rest of that story. It's pretty interesting. Graduated, tore my hip twice. And in my career, I didn't know what to do with life. Ended up just moving to L.A. And then from L.A., just things just started to happen. And I fell into training, modeling, entrepreneur, and life's been amazing. For everyone listening, when he says he moved to L.A., I mean, literally, you're following the guy on social media. You're following. You're talking to the guy. You'll be texting him, and Tuesday, he's in Massachusetts. Thursday, he's in L.A. And I mean, just dropped and gone, man. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Uh, when I was back home in Bath, I was just working, and then I get a Facebook like inbox by like a cousin I hadn't seen since maybe one year old. And she was like, if you're in L.A., just uh, come say hi, stay with me, blah, blah, blah. And... Remind me, I never check my messages, and I just so happy to check it this day. And that's crazy. My freshman college was like, yo, let's go to L.A. So I was like, yo, my cousin just hit me up, talking about we could stay with her. And then I booked my flight, and he bailed on me. So I ended up just going alone, and then I visited for a week. And then she showed me around, and I'm like, man, I got I to gotta move here. And then I, I booked my, told my mom, went home, my mom, I'm moving to Cali. And she was like, hey, mom. And I was like, Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. So let's let's get right into it. What was uh what was your college experience like? Like uh in terms of free time, spending time with your family. I mean, I had assumption, I mean it was local for you, it was still in Worcester, but like uh your your workouts, like did you work out with your team? Were you able to balance? You said you were the first to do the football basketball thing. Did it vary from your freshman year? Did you get more freedom in your senior year? Give us that college experience for you. How was that like? So, like, growing up, I was always a superstar. So I went to Assumption because I was thinking I was going to be the superstar. Uh, but things didn't happen like that. Uh, you easily get a wake-up call your freshman year. It's the most, like, I never played that much football in my life. I never played that much basketball in my life. And then you just get there, and then there's people that are bigger, better than you, stronger, and smarter than you. So 
Dominique then goes on to discuss how he barely got time on the field or on the basketball court. That during the summer, he was so much into having a great time, partying majority of the days, naturally focused on his goals as an athlete. He later goes into why he left Assumption, but he also discusses the Get Better movement and how that affected him. Uh, that he, uh, myself, and uh, our friend Walter created. Me, Walt, and you created our Get Better. Uh huh. And and that's when the movement started, and that's when I was like, like I'm here for a reason. Like I have I have the scholarship, I got to take advantage of it, and that's when the Get Better process started. So in the gym twice a day, doing the push-ups, doing the perfect push-ups in the, in the room. Uh, eating better, like going out less, and just taking care of our bodies, and like always finding a way to get better. And in the sophomore year, I had a great football season. Uh, sophomore year basketball, it was struggling because coach was not playing me until like late season. But it took my body a while to get adjusted back to basketball shit. So, uh, but it became a better year. But I ended up just leaving because. School wasn't for me. Uh, it felt too much like a high school than a college. So I just figured I based off my experience off what sport I did better in, and I was gonna go Division One based on whatever sport was was that, and uh, I chose football. All right, so you definitely sound like you had a plan, man. That's you're way ahead of most most people. That's for sure. Because I was just there playing ball. I didn't have a plan. I didn't. I just knew I wanted to play pro. That was it. So you you definitely yeah, had yeah. a plan. Yeah, no, I had no plan, but that was, uh, that's the way I take life. I just go with the flow. If something bad happens, just, just keep going. If something good is going to happen. Man. Dominique goes on to talk about how sports translates to his life. It's all about a team or a network, as uh, many refer to it today. In college, he met so many people from all over, learned how to talk to people with different viewpoints as well, building long-term relationships and finding people that are always there for him. He learned to become friends with people for different skill levels uh, and backgrounds. I mean, from the best athlete on the team to the, not the worst athlete, but the least athletic, probably, person on the team. Uh, not forming clicks within the team. I mean, that that's important for a team sport such as football, basketball. I mean, I've been on a team where they were a little cliquish and, and you can kind of get away with things because one guy can kind of dominate a game. But football is... It's all about the unity of, of all 80, 90 guys on that team, including the coaching staff. Uh, but on football, you all have to be focused on that one single goal, which is ultimately winning. Uh, but I'll let Dominique continue with the rest. What's the most memorable moment in your athletic career, whether high school, college, or, or whatever? Uh, Sports-wise, my most memorable would probably be uh, damn, probably winning uh, back-to-back football titles. Wow! In high school, back-to-back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, no. Actually, my, my most memorable would be losing my second state final in, in basketball. Okay. My senior year. And yeah. You said like, cause he, losing? Yeah, losing it. it please explain, yeah. man. I that's that is mind blowing for me. Yeah, obviously you never really lose. There's no such thing as losing. I agree. You either learn from it or you don't. And then uh the second one 
done, it was just like I don't. I won so many times that I don't remember my win. So Interesting. A loss sticks out. A loss sticks out more in my head that's memorable than than when I win. Interesting. Yeah, I've been I've been winning my whole life. That's powerful, because a lot of people I I deal with. Uh, some people with where I work now and trying to help them understand the challenging times or the the loss, quote unquote, I guess we can call it a loss, is where you're going to learn the most about yourself, but just life, man, just how to progress, how to move forward, about how to face challenges. That's powerful, man. That's very powerful. Exactly. Exactly. Man. I asked him what he's most proud of uh, accomplishing and, and his response was interesting. It was moving to Los Angeles. Uh, since moving to L.A., it's opened him up to a lot of different uh, different ventures across the world and in terms of different countries he's gone to, starting different different businesses. It's opened him up, and it's opened up his passport. And, I mean, I can talk to that firsthand. There have been a lot of people that I know in Washington, D.C. or in Maryland, in Worcester, where he's from, where people don't even leave their city. And Worcester's probably about 45 minutes from from Boston, maybe an hour and uh, there are people that are excited, and it's like going out of their way, and that's a huge thing. It's a huge celebration if they get to Boston, and it's like, you don't want to go anywhere else? Are, some people just aren't exposed to it. Some people are, are, are kind of scared of it, but after that first time of leaving home and venturing out far, there's no fear after that, but uh, listen to the rest of his response. It's pretty interesting. Just, just being free and just, just living. Like, a lot of people are not living. And to say, like, I make my own schedule and I can just do whatever I want, go wherever I want now, has been my biggest accomplishment. That's excellent, man. That's excellent. Now, we know, I mean, well, I guess for me, I know, and now at the end of this, we'll get to people's uh, introducing you to to their social media and vice versa, getting you your social media out there. But for you all that don't know, Dominique is a fitness guru. He's on top of it. He has his... His bands, we'll we'll get to that. But is there were there challenges after the athletic career for you to work out, or were you still just working out just as intensely as you were while you were playing football? Yeah. So after my athletic career, like obviously I tore my hip twice. I was like, yeah, I'm never gonna squat or do legs again. Blah blah blah. But uh, that's changed. Uh, obviously, you gotta just be well. You know, take care of your body from head to toe. But it's not more so the heavy lifting like I was doing. It's just more maintenance. Like, I want to be 50, 60, 50 years old still doing it. Like, that, that's my goal. Like, if I'm oh, not, man. If I'm, not, <laughs> if I'm not 50, I'm still dunking. Like, pull the club. Like, okay. That, like, we could be as young as we want. As long as you take care of your body, eat right, and, and move and be active, like if your body doesn't really get that old, it's you. It's your it's your, it's your mental state that gets old. That's you. That's perfectly put, man. That's perfectly put. He said he's still pretty close to the sports he played in college. He trains many of the pros that visit Los Angeles and stays fit by training like an elite athlete, like he was in college and high school. He currently does commercials, playing sports against and with some of the pros that you see on TV. He also does photo shoots for a lot of athletic apparel. That's that was gonna be my next question, man. Is what, like, what new hobbies or skills have you learned, or have you what new passion do you have? I mean, you still work out, you still train people, but 
you say you're acting and, and other things. Like, what, what did you pick up after sports? Did you learn anything new about yourself? Or can you explain that a little bit? So, yeah, like, my new hobbies now is been, like, just traveling and just learning more about life and about yourself. Traveling alone helps you to learn more about yourself. Uh, but, yeah, I just been, I'm falling in love with traveling and the beautiful world that we live in because, Man, there's so many, the world's big, and it's like, as a kid, like, I had never even a picture of all these places, and now I'm like, wow, I, like, I could go here, I could see this, I could do this, and yeah, it's just been like a blessing to be able to take up all, take up and do all this stuff that I've never even dreamed of doing, it just, it's just happening. Ah, man, this is powerful stuff. I mean, you all definitely need to check out his social media, and we'll give that to you at the end of the podcast. But if you if you want to be uplifted, inspired, and and see somebody that's positive and powerful, you definitely need to follow this guy, man. And like I said, we'll we'll get to that. But from your transition from football to quote unquote the normal life, like in between that time of you moving to LA, was there anything challenging about that time, or even when you were in LA? just not being an athlete anymore, let's call it, like in organized sports. Was there anything challenging about that for you? Oh, yeah. That was my biggest challenge. Like, as a kid, we all had like, oh, I want to be an athlete and whatever it may be, football, basketball, baseball, blah, blah, blah. And then when I tore my hip, I didn't know what I wanted to become. And then I ended up just ended up meeting the wrong people and then I met some rich kid, and then I, he was a gambler. So he got me into gambling, and then that's where the worst stage of my life happened right there yeah. was when uh, I met. Because I, I got stuck into gambling, and then I went into like $20,000 worth of debt. Wow. Like gambling hockey. Wow. Uh, sport I never even played before, hockey. <laughs> and I'm just messing, just messing around playing $1,000 on this game, $1,000 trying to catch up I'm putting $2,000 so yeah it was the worst and I, I was so superstitious so I was like oh I can't do this today I can't wear this blah 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 right so it was like wow and then when I finally got through all that I was like man God got me through this he could get me through anything that's powerful man and, and that's when my life started over from there I, I, I needed to get out of Massachusetts and Start a whole new life, and then I was like, "Let me just move to California." Just reset, man. Just completely reset. Like, was there anyone specific that you would like to thank, or, or I guess it's twofold question in terms of supporting you during that transition from being a non-athlete or being an athlete to a non-athlete? Is there anyone specific? Uh, just my family. Uh, my family, my close friends, while you. Like, people that were in my circle, obviously, like, no matter what, like, I know you guys are going to love me no matter what uh, I become. Like, being successful, not only just playing sports, it's, it's still being a great father or a great friend or yeah. just a, whatever, whatever whatever it may be. Like, it's not all about sports. So it, it was a blessing to have, like, that small crew that I had telling me that, like, you're still loved no matter what you do. That's a huge thing. It's about your circle. And a lot of times, the troubled times is when it exposes the people that are for you or just fair weather fans, man. That 
that kind of pushes people right there. Was there anyone that that you were surprised didn't help you or didn't look out for you or didn't assist you? Oh, uh, and you don't have to name them. Really, you don't have to name them. Not really. Okay. 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 There was only a there was only probably like three or four people that knew I had like a gambling problem like that. So. Okay. And then my family is the only really one that they helped me, that Walt helped me, and then my boy and man helped me. Yeah. So yeah. Other than that, no one knew. Excellent, man. Excellent. Well, where can people find you? Your website, your social media, and uh, also let that lead into your products, man. Because I am a Huge supporter of Sleeved, man. I I love it. I use it. I have on on the phone I'm talking to you on right now. I use it on this one, yeah. and I use it on my backup phone. So run through it, man. Tell us what you got. All right. So uh, you can follow me at, at D-Prices, right? That's D-P-R-I-C-E-S-R-I-G-H-T. Uh, that is uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm on all of them. Snapchat. And then I have a new product called Sleeve. It's uh, S-L-E-E-V-D. It's a three-in-one cell phone accessory that has your pop socket or your grip, wallet, and your stamp. Uh, you can put your credit card in it. You could you could, you could be on a meeting and put your phone down without having to hold it. Or if you have a bigger phone and you have small hands, you can just use the grip so your hands don't hurt all day. Uh, so you could uh, get that my site at sleeve.com or you can head over to Amazon and, and get it there. Yeah, I got it off Amazon. I I bought three. I bought one of each color. I had one for me. I gave one to Walter. Walter's a, a good friend of ours. And then I gave one to my girlfriend. Man, I just came back. With, my girlfriend and I just came back from Jamaica. And uh, usually we, we got to use the global entry card. And you got to usually we either keep it in the passport book or you put it in your wallet, and your wallet's so bulky, but you have your cell phone on you at all times. So the three things I keep in there, I probably shouldn't be sharing this, but my, my debit card, my main card, my my passport, uh, global entry card, uh, not the passport, but the global entry card, and then my work ID. I don't even travel with a wallet other than that. Like This has saved me so much space out of my pocket. So I certainly recommend it. I mean... Sleeved is a big deal for me. It's a big deal for my girlfriend. I I say check it out, man. I definitely say check it out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I appreciate that. And that does it for today's workout. So thank you for joining the What Comes Next podcast. If you know any ex-college or ex-professional athletes that want to get on our show and share their story, please feel free to have them email us at crbsandboylu at bluescreativelab.com or contact me directly on Instagram at Cortland Bluford. I look forward to sharing the next workout with you.